0: You're listening to the IPL Rap Show on the Top Order Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the IPL Rap Show on the Top Order Podcast. Baldy impromptu in the diary room today as we recap some incredible matches played overnight just ab- absolute scenes i'm i'm almost speechless at the results that we had from the games between the Kolkata Knight Riders and the Sunrisers Hyderabad going to a super over and then a double super over as the Kings 11 Punjab came up trumps against the Mumbai Indians in a double super over there were also games on Friday night and Saturday night to talk about as well but let's get stuck into it after this sound effect noise <laughs> Well, welcome to the Top Order podcast and the seventh edition of our IPL Rap Show. As I said, Baldy in the diary room slash hot seat with you this morning to go through five games of IPL cricket that happened Friday night through Sunday night. Recording this time about Monday morning lunchtime here in New Zealand on my lunch break and just an incredible overnight scene as two super over games back to back the Kolkata Knight Riders and the Sunrisers Hyderabad going to a super over and then incredibly a double super over between the Kings 11 Punjab and the Mumbai Indians to cap off your Friday night slash, uh, sorry cap off your Sunday night/Monday morning here in New Zealand time i want to catch up with those games first before we rewind and go back and have a look at Friday night and Saturday night's double header Let's start with KKR and Sunrise's Hyderabad, though, and have a look at the Kolkata Knight Riders. They were captained by Owen Morgan, who took over for Dinesh Kartik midweek. And they put together a pretty good score, actually, 163 for 5, despite a little bit of a slow start. Shubman Gill, 36 off 37, and Andre Russell, unusually for him, not able to accelerate the innings, only 9 off 11. It was a case of Vijay Shankar and Rashid Khan really putting on the brakes for Sunrise's Hyderabad to restrict KKR to 163 for 5. But then an interesting decision from Sunrisers to bat Kane Williamson at the top of the order in the chase. He was able to again get his strike rate up past 150, the highest strike rate of the innings pretty much. And he was able to make 29 off 19, opening the batting for the Sunrisers in reply. Johnny Bairstow also got off to a reasonable start, 36 off 28 for him. Before Dave Warner came in at the unusual position of number four in the order to try and bring the chase home. He finished on 47, not out of 33 but was unable to get the last over away for any significant scores to leave the Sunrisers, Hyderabad and KKR facing a super over contest. For the KKR bowlers, Pat Cummins was reasonably economical at the top one for 28 off his four overs, but it was the New Zealander, Lockie Ferguson, the New Zealand speedster, making his IPL debut in twenty twenty. He finished with three for 15 off his four overs at just 3.75 runs and over. 13 dot balls in Lockie Ferguson's spell to really put the brakes on. And he went straight through Kane Williamson, had him caught behind first ball. Uh, Bowled Priam Garg and also took care of Manish Pandey as well. An incredible bowling performance from Lockie Ferguson. As I said, to leave KKR and Sunrise's Hyderabad facing a super over. And in that super over... And in that super over, it was Lockie the hero again. According to the Crick Info commentary, he was immortal tonight. Picked up two wickets in three deliveries. bowls as the method of dismissal. He was able to bowl both David Warner first ball. It was a great delivery. And it looks like he's really got that slower ball or cutting delivery working for him a treat. Uh, He finished with five wickets across both his three for 15 and the two in the super over. So that left the KKR team only three runs to get. It took them four balls to achieve their three runs thanks to a couple of leg buys on the fourth delivery. So they made hard work of the chase, but in the end it was KKR taking care of a team below them on the ladder to keep themselves in fourth position and to open up a little bit of a gap on the chasing pack. Let's talk fantasy cricket for a little bit here. Quickly, before we move on, it was no surprise that Lockie Ferguson was the hero of the night. On debut in 2020, 85 points for his fantasy team. An incredible effort. That's 10 points per credit on Dream 11 for him. Shubman Gill was the next best with 61 points, but other than that, it was a lot of middling scores between sort of 39 and 50. Not really much to write home about for Andre Russell in this contest. He managed to only Russell up 16 points. He's been in a bit of a slump in terms of fantasy production in the last four games, only going past 40 once. So just keep an eye on his production. He's got the capability of exploding for KKR when they bat him at number four. And if KKR are going to go deep in the tournament, they're going to need Dre Russ to be a star performer. Right, well, this is the game everyone will be talking about for a very, very long time. The Mumbai Indians faced off against the Kings XI Punjab Sunday night in Dubai. Monday morning New Zealand time, I awoke to find that Mumbai and Kings XI were going to a super over. I was able to tune into that contest only to see it go to another super over as both teams could manage only five runs from their first super over. It was Rohit Sharma and Quinton Tagok who got... Mumbai off to a start in their first innings. Dukok made 53, while Siria Yadav and Rohit were quiet again, just 0 and 9 respectively. Ishan Kishan, who looks like he's torn a bit of a hamstring in the field, only made 7, but it was Kyron Pollard and Nathan coulter nile who brought the innings home for the Mumbai Indians. Kyron Pollard, 34 off just 12, and coulter nile 24 off 12, that saw the Mumbai Indians to 176 for six. Lots of contributions from the bowlers, but no real standout performers for the Kings 11 Punjab. But in reply, it was their talisman, Captain Wicketkeeper KL Rahul. He does it all 77 off 51 deliveries in the chase. Ably supported by the Universe Boss, batting at number three again. He had 24 off 21. Nicholas Perran, 24 off 12, and DJ Huda, who batted at number six behind Glenn Maxwell. He finished with 23 off 16, not out, to force a super over against the Mumbai Indians. It was Trent Bolt who was the hero in the final over of regulation, as he conceded 48 runs off his four overs, but bowled an excellent final over to force a super over between Mumbai and Kings Eleven. And here it is, the tail of the tape, the two super overs. Kings 11 batted first. Jasprit Bumrah, he was excellent. He managed to almost hit that Yorker length every time. He bowled four low full tosses. The first one, KL Rahul was able to get away for a single. Then he had Puran caught. Backward of point, and then Rahul was joined by DJ Hooter again, but they were only able to get singles and twos for the remainder of their over. Crucially, Rahul was run out on the last ball of the super over, which proved crucial because he wasn't able to bat in the second super over. Of course, if you're dismissed in super over no number one, you're not able to bat in super over number two. So Jasprit Bumrah did an excellent job restricting. Kings eleven to just five runs in their first super over. And at that point, it looked like it was Mumbai's game to lose. Quinton de Kock and Rohit Sharma sent out as the opening batsman, just needing to knock it around and get six singles and maybe a boundary for victory. But Mohamed Shami bowled another excellent over, this time to de Kock and Rohit Sharma. They weren't able to get him away. And at the end of it, it was de Kock who was run out off the last ball coming back for the second run. Into a second super over we went, and because Bumrah and Muhammad Shami had already bowled, it was Chris Jordan's turn to bowl the first super over for the Kings Eleven Punjab. Kyron Pollard was down to bat at three, but because he didn't face a delivery in the first super over, he was able to come out and join Hardik Pandya. Pollard was able to get one boundary away and a couple of wides from Chris Jordan made it look like Mumbai were in the box seat. But a run out for Hardik Pandya and then only two runs off the last two deliveries to Pollard, an excellent over from Chris Jordan meant that, Kings 11 needed 12 runs off the final over. They sent out the Universe boss and Mayank Agarwal this time to face the bowling of New Zealand Trent Bolt. Trent Bolt just missed his length on that first delivery of the second super over and the Universe boss was able to put him down the ground for six over long on to really put the Kings 11 Punjab in the box seat for the remainder of the super over. And Agarwal finished it off with back-to-back boundaries to give Kings 11 an unlikely victory, a massive upset really, over the Mumbai Indians. And that actually puts them in touch with the chasing pack. So CSK, Sunrisers, and the Rajasthan Royals all now sitting on six points and only really net run rate, separating them from each other. Well, in the end, Kale Rahul, the winning captain, and also another 100 points in fantasy cricket. He has to be in your fantasy side every time the Kings 11 team play. Jasper Bumra and Quinton Ducott put in excellent fantasy performances, putting up 81 and 78 points respectively. But unfortunately, Trent Bolt and Glenn Maxwell didn't do much for their fantasy owners all returning under 10 points. Keep an eye out on the injury list for Ishan Kashan. He looks like he's done a hamstring in that match, so Mumbai will have to do some juggling to bring in another batsman to their middle order. So who will they bring in? Only time will tell. Right, let's wind back the clock and have a look at games from Friday and Saturday. Let's start with Friday night and the Kolkata Knight Riders taking on the Mumbai Indians. Two teams that featured heavily in our Super Over games on Sunday came together on Friday night in Abu Dhabi. The Kolkata Knight Riders batted first and were restricted very successfully by the Mumbai Indians to just one forty eight for five. Owen Morgan top scored with 39, now captaining the side as Dinesh Kartik has stepped down. But it was Jasprit Bumrah and Rahul Chahar, one for 22 and two for 18 respectively, that were able to really restrict KKR to 148 for five. And it really wasn't enough in reply. Mumbai cruised home to 149 for two off just 16 overs. So a massive run rate boost for the Mumbai Indians as a result of this encounter. Quinton de Kock was the hero really for Mumbai. 78 off just 44 deliveries to take the KKR attack to pieces. Ably supported by Hardik Pandya, he finished 21 not out. And Rohit Sharma, unusually slow for him actually, 35 off 36 deliveries, but didn't need to worry about accelerating the scoring because Quinton de Kock just took over at the other end not much to report for the kkr bowlers although cv varun was economical 1 for 23 off 4 shavin marvi 1 for 24 off his 3 overs probably the best pick of the bowlers so not much to write home about for kkr again as they go down to a team that finishes above them on the ladder <laughs> Quinton de Kock owners will be sitting pretty. He had 121 fantasy points. Ably supported by Pat Cummins, who had 72 fantasy points for the KKR off the back of his 53 off 36 deliveries. Actually, I missed that in the overview of the KKR innings. But batting at seven, Pat Cummins was able to get five boundaries and two maximums away to give that scorecard a little bit of respectability. Coming in at Rahul Jahar and Owen Morgan were also high scorers in fantasy. While Isan Kishan and Chris Green, the Australian, making his debut for the season, I believe, uh, not really troubling the scorers very much at all. So the Saturday night doubleheader in Dubai and Sharjah. It was Dubai saw Rajasthan Royals play against the Royal Challengers Bangalore in a Royal Rumble. And then CSK met Delhi in Sharjah for a batting showdown between the Delhi Capitals top order and Faf Du and Shane Watson for CSK. Let's have a look at the Rajasthan versus Royal Challengers Bangalore match. And Rajasthan actually put a pretty good innings together, batting first six in Dubai. A pretty good score. Robert U- Tupper was promoted up the order to open for the first time this year. He finished with 41 of just 22 deliveries, so was able to give Rajasthan plenty of momentum at the top of the order. We talked on Friday about Stephen Smith being demoted to number four, potentially to make way for Sanju Sampson to bat in his preferred number three position. Didn't work out for Sandju Sampson on this occasion. Dismissed for only nine off six balls. But Stephen Smith was able to come good for Rajasthan, batting at number four. He finished with 57 off 36 and was able to give their innings plenty of momentum through the middle overs before Joss Butler came in at an unusual position at number five for him. He usually opens the batting, of course, in T20 cricket. And also Rahul Tewatia, 19 off 11 at the back end of the innings. So Rajasthan finished a very respectable 17 17- 77 for six. Chris Morris was the pick of the bowlers for RCB, though. Four for 26 off his four overs. Another excellent return for the South African with the ball, ably supported by Yusvendra Chahal. Two for 34 off his four overs. So what could the Royal Challengers Bangalore do in reply, chasing down 170? six or 177 I should say for six they were able to do it in a canter really everyone got going Dev Dutt Patakal 35 off 37 Aaron Finch the low bat only 14 off 11 but then it was Coley 43 off 32 and A.B. de Villiers again up to number four not surprisingly he was demoted to number six in a loss back up to number four today smashed it 55 off just 22 balls to put Royal Challengers Bangalore in with a great shout to win the game in the last over. He and Gukka Singh finished it off for the Royal Challengers. Bangalore chasing it down with two balls to spare. Not really much to write home about for the Royals bowlers. Jofra Archer was expensive in this one. None for 38 off 3.4 overs. And not really anything to write home about all of their bowlers going for 7.5 or more. Tawati are probably the best pick of the bowlers. Again, one for 30 off four overs. So Royal Challengers Bangalore were able to flex their muscle against a team underneath them on the table and take a firm hold of third position on the ladder. And the Royals are really struggling with another loss on on this Saturday night encounter in Dubai. Right, let's turn our attention to the Run Fest Bowl over in Sharjah. It was the Chennai Super Kings up against the Delhi Capitals. And Delhi Capitals emerged victors by five wickets with one ball to spare. Uh, The Chennai Super Kings batting first 179 for four. The Sam Curran experiment didn't pay off for them at the top of the order this time. He fell in the first over for no run. Um, off just three deliveries. Faf Duplessis, though, did get going in this game 58 off just 47 balls. Rayudu batting at number four was able to get 45 off just 25 balls. And Ravi Jadeja batting at six but getting 33 off the last 13 balls with four maximums to bring a lot of respectability to their score. I just feel like that Chennai batting order, I'm not sure about Sam Curran open in the innings, but I really do like the fact that they've managed to shoehorn Ravi Jadeja into the top six, along with Watson, Ryudu and MS Dhoni in that middle order. It just looks much more dangerous and much more likely to have these kind of scorecards where you've got Ryudu batting at 180 strike rate and Ravi Dejaja incredibly above 250. Aksar Patel was really neat and tidy for the Delhi Capitals bowlers. Only 23 off his four overs. The rest of them went for a bit of tap though. Most of them going at eight or better. Not really much to write home about for Ravi Ashwin. He had none for 30 off his three overs. Marcus Stoinis also went at 10s. None for 10 off his one over. Enric Norkia express pace but ultimately expensive. Two for 44 off his four overs. Well, without Rishabh Punt yet again, Rahane batted at three, Iyer at four, and Alex Carey batted at six in that Delhi Capitals middle order. Pretty sure owners in fantasy team would be disappointed. He was dismissed again in the first over from Jahal for a duck. But it was Shikha Dhawan again proving the hero for the Delhi Capitals. He's in a great run of form now. In this contest, 101 not out of just 58 deliveries. 14 fours and 1-6 to be the anchor for that Delhi Capitals chase. Finishing with one ball to spare at 185 for 5.0. Plenty of contributions in the middle order, but it was Aksar Patel towards the end banging three ones over the fence to finish with 21 off five balls to bring it home for the Delhi Capitals in the chase. Other than Chahar, who had two for 18 off his four overs, the rest of the bowlers pretty expensive. A night to forget for Ravi Jadeja with the ball. His 1.5 overs cost 35 runs, so going at almost 20 to allow Delhi Capitals to get home and stay in touch with Mumbai at the top of that table. Well, it's no surprise that Shikha Dhawan was the fantasy hero from this contest. The Delhi Capitals opening batsman 145 fantasy points for his 101 not out of 58 deliveries. He's gone three matches on the trot with near enough as makes no difference to 80 points or more. In fact, over the last three encounters, he's averaging an incredible 104 points per contest for his fantasy owners. So make sure you're getting Schnickerdarwon into your side, particularly if Rishabh Punt is not playing for the Delhi Capitals. He's got lots of responsibility on his shoulders at the top of the order. Faf Tuplassi, well, we talked about him on the Friday show. He was impressive. Again, 96 fantasy points for his owners to keep his average for the season above 60 points per contest. Make sure you're looking at him from a fantasy perspective. Nokia was okay in this one. Another 58 points for him, although I think his on-field contributions are more effective than his fantasy contributions. Having said that, over the last six contests, he's averaging 48 points per contest for his fantasy owners. In terms of zero performances for the night, well, Prithvi Shaw was unlucky to be dismissed early in his innings. He only returned two points. Ravi Ashwin, likewise disappointing for his fantasy owners, only returning two points as well. Mahendra Singh Dhoni only managed seven fantasy points. He's been averaging in that 30 to 50 range for his owners, averaging about 34 on the season. I think you can buy, find better value in the wicketkeeping stakes than MS Dhoni, as tremendous as he's been as a cricketer over many, many years for CSK Well I'm still buzzing about this super over Sunday, three super overs in the one evening I'm going to sign off before I run out of words take care of yourselves, enjoy this IPL, it's throwing up game after game of terrific content for you We've also got some great content coming your way in the Top Order podcast. We've got Frankie Mackay coming up. We interviewed with her on Sunday night. She did a great interview on the state of women's cricket, both in New Zealand and around the world as well, and did a fantastic wrap-up for us from the Australia and Whitefern series just completed in Brisbane. We've also talked to Robbie O'Donnell, and he'll bring his interview to us with the Auckland Aces preview for the New Zealand domestic season. All that and plenty more coming up on the Top Order podcast over the next week or two, so stay tuned with us. Keep listening. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you soon.